Good morning. Welcome back to Thread Talk. I'm Teresa. I'm Denver. And today we are going to be talking about all things New Year's. New Year's resolutions, New Year's stories. Am I the asshole? Today I fucked up. Yes. I'm pretty excited. This is episode two for us. Mm-hmm. We've got a little bit of new podcast equipment here. So I'm, so I'm excited to test that out, see if the audio comes through a little bit better than on our first episode. Mm-hmm. Teresa has been searching Reddit. She's got some good stories. Yes. What kind of have you. What kind of stories you got for us today? You want me to start? No, I just mean like, let's give a brief overview oh, yeah. of the stories that okay. we have. Okay. Well, I have a couple, mostly from Am I the Asshole? I have Am I the Asshole for not inviting my friends for an annual New Year's trip because they didn't invite me last year. Am I the asshole for refusing to force my son to apologize to my wife for ruining her New Year's toast speech? Oh, spicy. Am I the asshole for paying for myself when my fiancé and future in-laws invited me to a New Year's Eve dinner at a scale restaurant? Today I fucked up by drinking too much at a New Year's Eve party and accidentally having a threesome. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Those sound a little bit better than mine. Uh, I've got, uh, am I the asshole for skipping New Year's Eve at my child-free sisters? Am I the asshole for storming out of a New Year's Eve party? Am I the asshole for refusing to spend New Year's Eve with my family? And am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend not to come to New Year's with me? And I got a few other little things to throw in there, too. Hmm. Sounds spicy. It does. All right, let's roll into our first story. You can, uh, we'll do your story first. So let's get into it. Okay. Am I the asshole for not inviting my friends for an annual New Year's trip because they didn't invite me last year? So this is a throwaway because two of my said friends follow me on Reddit. Hope they don't see this. Anyways, so my friends and I have been traveling for every New Year since we were 16. We are in our early 20s now. It's a friend group of six people, three girls, three guys, and naturally we've all dated someone from the group at some point in high school. The guy, I came, the guy I used to date and me broke up in 2020 but stayed friends. He found a new girlfriend a few months after that. Let's call her Amy. But I was okay with it and we all continued to hang out. Now New Year 2021 is coming up and we start to plan our trip. We were supposed to, to go to Greece. Usually I'm the one talking to the agencies and trying to save as much money as we can. Everything is fine and going well until about a month before the trip my ex-best friend my ex best friend comes over and tells me that Amy is uncomfortable with me going on the trip because everyone is coupled up and I was single and given my history with her boyfriend, she felt awkward. I felt sorry because I never got the feeling that she didn't like me or anything. So I asked if that means she's not coming or what turns out that she still wanted to come just didn't want me there. I was kind of hurt by this. But even more, when the rest of my friends agreed that maybe it would be better if I didn't come so there would be no drama on the trip. Anyways, I didn't go, kind of stayed away from Amy and my ex since then, and stopped hanging out as much with all of them. Not long ago, Amy and my ex broke up. I don't know why. And now, this year's trip is coming up. I already had plans with my roommate, and we are going to Amsterdam. When my friends learned about this, they all just assumed they are coming with us as well. I told them that roommate and I are going alone and if they want to go, they can plan it themselves, but that this is not a group trip. It's petty, I know, but feels like, feels right to do to them what they did to me. Anyways, they called me some names and we had a fight. And I'm starting to wonder if maybe I'm in the wrong. 
I mean, I'm ending years long rela- years long friendships over some stupid trip. So, am I the asshole? I don't think so. Who's really ruining whose relationship? I feel like they already ruined it last year. Mm-hmm. Like you, you were asshole last year, and why would I rely on you again to make New Year's plans this year? Because last year I was planning on it, and then you literally uninvited me from the whole trip. What was I supposed to do last mm-hmm. year for New Year's? Mm-hmm. Mm. And yeah, so I wouldn't say no. You're not the asshole. You need to find better friends, better friends who aren't going to treat you like that. And hopefully, that friend that you went to Amsterdam is. And I wouldn't share any of that trip information. And if you really wanted to be spiteful, you could even share like the wrong trip information. Be like, Ooh. we're going to Amsterdam and we're going to this hotel. And you go to like Italy or something like that. And you just like leave them like, okay, we're here. Where are you? And you're like, oh, I'm in Italy. We changed plans last minute or something like that. You're but petty. I'm petty. And, but she has rights to be petty too because no, you, I agree. you literally got disinvited. Like had she already booked her trip, paid for hotel, paid for flight. How far into it? was you over some girl too like Mm -hmm. come on that's ridiculous that's the point even if she hadn't paid for anything the point is this girl this this girlfriend at the time was jealous of her and she's not doing anything about it she wants her to not come on the trip exactly like if you're not comfortable with it tell your boyfriend not to go yeah if exactly. that's the problem don't tell this girl not to go that's, she's been in this friend group for years exactly if, that's not fair that's so entitled especially if that friend doesn't mind was it third fifth seventh wheeling you know because she was yeah. the only single if she doesn't mind and she still wants to go like let her if you're uncomfortable with that because their ex is like i feel like you have a whole nother issue on your hands it sounds like like they're bad unstable relationship anyway if they broke up like literally the next year or something like that but no this girl's in it right good on her I'm, I'm proud of her because a lot of people would probably actually just suck it up and just go along with their friends the next year and then maybe get screwed twice over at mm-hmm. least she put her foot down she realized her friends were treating her like shit and she kind of moved on so i'm proud proud of this girl good job yeah. whoever you are good job <laughs> okay so there's an edit um okay no there's an update sorry that it was just thanking everyone for the money <laughs> okay update hey guys it's been a while sorry for talking so so for, sorry for taking so long to update i got logged out of this account and couldn't get in haha anyways there isn't really much to tell you i am still going on a trip with my roommate we actually got few more people to come so it's more like a group thing now none of my old friends haha considering my old friend group I did see some, considering my old friend group, I did see some of them a few times and cleared some things up. Okay. Um, My ex was actually the first one to apologize to me. We talked a lot about everything and he is actually separating himself from the group as well for a bit. Not just because of this and we are on good good terms now again. Two other friends came as well and apologized. They said that they believed it was ridiculous to bring Amy since the beginning, but of course didn't say anything for the sake of peace. I get it, and honestly, I'm not mad at them anymore. At least they are sorry. And for the rest, we are not talking anymore, so I guess that's it. Thank you all for the rewards and upvotes, but most most importantly, your advice. Couldn't have done it without you guys. All the love. That's nice. That's good to hear. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just like to say it's an interesting friend group when you are booking trips to different countries for New Year's mm-hmm. with your friends. Never done that. So, yeah. bougie. Maybe they're in Europe and it's a little bit easier to travel. I feel like when you're in Canada, everything's so far away. And it's just it's so expensive. And so expensive. Canadian yeah. Canadian tough life. <laughs> I think North American in general. Yeah, that's true. Okay. 
on to the next story. This one's my turn. This one comes from the Am I the Asshole? It's from one year ago, posted by competitive underscore pick 5918. This one actually had 11,000 upvotes, so it's a pretty good one. Am I the asshole for skipping New Year's Eve at my child-free sister's? Last week, I hosted Christmas for my family. I, 33 male, have a two-year with me and my wife. Every year, or two-year-old, I guess. Every year, it's at my sister's, parents, or house, and it rotates every year. One of us hosts Thanksgiving, slash Christmas, slash New Year's. In the last year, my sister, who is vocally child-free, got a dog. I love my sister, but we are very much opposites. When I had my kid, it changed our relationship a bit. She tolerates, her words, my son, as she has never watched him. I've also never asked. My son is pleasant at family functions, and this annoys my sister. My sister has turned into your classic dog mom. World revolves around the dog type. I do not own dogs, and I really don't want to be around them. I don't want them in my house. While my sister wanted to bring her dog to Christmas, I said no. It's well-trained and overall okay for her dog. I just didn't want it at my house or even my yard. She complained and left it alone, but was not happy about it and let me know that several times. The day before New Year's Eve, she told me kids aren't welcome at her house. I was taken back by this and asked why. She just said alcohol would be present, we all drink, and family friends also come to this party, and just said it wouldn't be appropriate for a two-year-old to be present. My wife and I planned to only stay until 10 anyway, and then we would go home because of our kid. We reconsidered and opted not to go at all and respected my sister's wishes by taking the kid uh, by keeping the kid at home. I let her know half hour before the party started. Wife and I treated it like any other night. We didn't even stay up until midnight. By 11, I noticed missed calls from her and didn't answer. Fell asleep while texts started coming in. Calling me an asshole, calling me a dog hater, saying it was rude I didn't come to the party. Said it was bullshit that she got my kid a Christmas present, but I didn't get her dog anything. The list went on. So she clearly was drunk. I tried to call her. She didn't answer and got a text. I'm not answering, asshole. So am I the asshole here? Um, I don't think so. I think there's a lot of judgment on both sides. Judgment for having kids. Judgment for prioritizing a dog. And each party doesn't like how the other one is living their life. But it has nothing to do with them. Right? So let her, you know, be an obsessive dog mom. Who cares? And she should let him be a parent. Like, yeah, <laughs> but exactly. it doesn't sound she's vo- It doesn't sound like she's vocal about not liking kids. Did it say that? Yeah, I, yeah. It says she's vocal. About oh, she is vocal. Wanting to be single and not wanting kids. Oh, okay. That's totally fine, though. It, it's not like she's vocal about him having kids and being annoyed with his kids. No, she just doesn't like kids in general. I think that's totally fine because I also don't like kids. <laughs> I could see this girl's side. <laughs> but um, I think she's the asshole for saying no kids allowed when she's only being petty because he said no dogs allowed. Literally. Like, you you can say no dogs. Like, you don't... Just because your dog is well-behaved doesn't mean that he's going to come to a new house, not piss on anything, not tear anything up. Like, things happen. It's a dog. You can't control it. Also... If I have a two-year-old kid, I don't want any dogs around that kid. Like, what hap- What happens if the dog? The dogs mm-hmm. are always good until they're not. Now, listen. If it's a little Frenchie or a Corgi, something small, okay. But if it's a German Shepherd, Rottweiler, I don't know, any kind of big dog, even Golden Retriever, like things happen randomly and they could snap. Very unlikely, but 
around a two-year-old kid, you got to be very sensitive. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to saying, no dogs, please. Like, I don't want a dog running around my house and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little inappropriate for you to say no kids when yeah. it's every, everybody rotates the family functions. Everyone's there's always kids. Mm. I'm sure there was alcohol at Christmas, too. You guys are adults. You're not going to a club. You're not getting blackout wasted. It's a family function with mm-hmm. friends and family. There is an update to this as well. Okay, let's hear First it. overall vote was not the asshole. I think the only part that he kind of makes him the asshole is the one part where he says, I let her know a half hour before the party started. Yeah. So it's like, why didn't you tell her as soon as you found out? Like, okay, if I mean, kid can't come, I'm not going to try and find a babysitter. Like, They're both being immature and petty. Right? So there is an update. Not a whole separate post, but let's see. So... Earlier today, I finally talked to my sister. In the past few days, that has been drama-free with some today. A few things to address. To be honest, I was pissed at my sister's rule. We had looked for a babysitter in the time we were informed, no kids, to when we said we weren't coming. All of our usually babysitters were going to the party, like our parents, aunts, and uncles. And no one outside the usual crew were available. Hence, the last minute no. I mean, it makes sense. Kids that babysit... They usually are always doing something on New Year's. They're usually like the teenagers mm-hmm. who want to go do something on New Year's. So finding a babysitter on New Year's is very tough unless you're finding like an old person babysitter. Yeah. Young people babysitters are always going to be going out on New Year's. Mm-hmm. For those asking when I told her no to the dog coming over at Christmas, I told her the day before because that's when she asked. This is the first year with her dog. So I had no idea she had the expectation she would bring it. Apparently, my mom told her to ask me first instead of just bringing it, which that's a pretty good courtesy. She lives 10 minutes away. She's been vocal about not liking kids since she was a late teenager. She is child-free by choice, as far as I know. That's fine. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. So I got the drunk text because family members were disappointed my kid wasn't there, especially the ones that don't see my son that often. Makes sense. My sister told them she was trying to have no kids at the party. They were surprised by this since my sister has never hosted a party where the kids of the family were not invited. One other family member that has kids ended up having one stay home with their kid. So my sister did communicate this more than just me. Seems like others weren't happy with her decision. We talked today and she's still mad about Christmas. Told me she wants me to accept her dog as family. I told her it can be family for you, but isn't going to be family for me. It can be your everything, but it will never be for me. I told her my kids, my kid is more important than her dog. I'm not a dog person and never will be. I just don't want it in my house. Apparently, the attention my kid gets from family, including my mom, bothers her. It was clear from the beginning she wasn't going to be involved, aunt, uh, an involved aunt to my son, which makes me hurt and sad, but I didn't realize there was this much jealousy. I'm just going to give her space for a while, then reach out. Hmm. that's heavy i would say like there like she's got some issues of being still upset about christmas over her dog like i don't think anybody should be getting that upset about it like yeah it kind of sucks you can't bring your dog it'd be nice if you're family but like i feel like there's two kinds of dogs you have a big dog and a small dog small dogs are going to run around everybody's feet especially there's a lot of people it's not really the best thing to have big dogs are more okay and stuff but generally you don't bring your pets to a large family gathering it's one thing if the dog lives in that house and that's a dog house and if they're okay with it so you can't be too butthurt that your dog's not allowed over especially seems like you have some other issues going on that their your brother's kid just gets attention that seems to be like a, a jealousy issue yeah i don't know complicated twisted family drama here i think it changes things though that she also didn't invite other people's kids 
Yeah, I think she's just being petty. It's one thing if you're like, I don't want kids in my house, and that's always been a rule, but you're doing it because you're upset at Christmas, which you really shouldn't have been upset about. I, I just think it would it would have been worse if she just said his kid. Oh, way worse. <laughs> way worse. At least she was but now that even across the board. Yeah. Like, but I, I still think it's pretty bad, especially it's like, if you're not going to allow kids, then should you be hosting? Should you really be hosting Christmas if all the families can't come? Like, that's kids. Like, I mean, New Year's should be... It sounds like there's only two families with kids. Well, if, yeah. But, I mean, you're ha- you're having a family gathering, not a drunk night with your friends and stuff like that. There shouldn't really be a no kids rule. I mean, if you had... I think a no kids rule is fine. If, if the reason behind it is actually because you don't want to have kids there. Like, if you expect it to get rowdy, I think that's fine. But it seems like she's only saying no kids... Because she's being petty about the dog thing. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, Moving on. Or do you... No, there's just one top comment on this. It's fine to be child free. It's fine to be a dog person. It's Mm -hmm. fine to treat your dog like their child. It's not fine to treat someone else's child like a dog or expect others to treat your dog as well or as better than they treat their children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well well said right there. That was perfect. All right. Your turn. All right. Okay, so this one is from Am I the Asshole? It's from two years ago. Am I the asshole for refusing to force my son to apologize to my wife for ruining her New Year's toast speech? Important context. My son, Finn, 18, is from a previous relationship. Since early childhood, I had full custody. His mother is not in the picture. We were both young when when he was born, so his childhood was a little unstable for a bit. However, I have my life together now. I got married when he was seven, and together, me, male 37, and my wife, Mary, female 40, live in as a blended family with my two stepsons, Cody, 16, and Lucas, 18. Yet I have noticed some is- issues. Finn is a very sensitive kid, and Cody and Lucas are nothing like this. So, altogether, they tend to get along for a bit, like most kids do, and then have fights. It's always Cody and Lucas versus Finn, which is a bit upsetting, but again, kids fight. Everyone gets disciplined, and these fights are pretty normal stuff, arguing about games, TV, etc. However, recently I've noticed them get a little political. The boys tend to disagree about topics like these, so I've banned it at the dinner table. Finn then came out to us as bisexual this year. My wife is Christian, and so are the boys. I've always been unlabeled, open to it, but not entirely into organized religion. Due to this, my wife used unfortunate phrasing like calling him confused and saying that he was too young to know for sure. I told her at the time to respect how he identifies. My logic is, so what if it changes? You need to support your kids regardless. So that was dropped. That was that dropped. The boys seemed confused by it, but they didn't say anything in front of me after that. Overall, I thought it went well. All the worrying behavior Finn displayed, staying out late, being withdrawn, etc., seemed to fade away for a good week like a weight had been lifted. Then it started up again and came to a head on, on New Year's Eve. My wife traditionally cooks a big dinner for New Year's. We have a few family members over and we all say things like we're thankful for God for, we're thankful to God for and how we're going to improve ourselves. She was giving her speech, which was all about how family was the most important thing in life and how we should be grateful to each other, to which Finn gets visibly upset at the point of tears. He stands up and says that it was ironic considering the things they say to him. I asked what he meant 
and it all came out that the boys had started making gay jokes frequently and that my wife separate to that had been starting to scare him by showing him worrying statistics about lgbt youth bisexual men i was stunned and disturbed when this came to light finn was crying and left the room after exposing all the things they'd been saying without my knowledge i left the party to confront to comfort him while my wife continued hosting so my wife thinks he's humiliated he's humiliated her in front of the family ruined the night and overreacted to things and thinks he should apologize to her the boys and the family i however have refused and this has caused a big argument between us am i the asshole for refusing to make him say sorry i think my wife owes him one yeah no you're not the asshole sounds like your wife and her kids are big fucking assholes yep um for sure i mean wow that's some deep drama good on the kid for calling it out at the best mm-hmm. time possible I know. like i i was thinking bl- that too <laughs> way to embarrass her especially when they had like friends and family over and stuff like that like mm-hmm. yeah sh- shame shame on shame, shame on you exactly i mean kids are gonna be kids so i definitely wasn't surprised when they started making gay jokes and stuff like that but i mean it's well, her mom's job to correct that they're 18 18 and 16 that is old enough to know to be mature enough not to make gay jokes 16 i feel like you're just old enough to be an asshole i don't think you're mature i think you think the world is your oyster and every opinion opinion you have is the right one when you're 16 but you're obviously nobody everybody's an idiot when they're 16 but i think it's the mom's job like to kind of yeah be more open but i mean of course that's what religion do i mean i feel like religion's a cult i don't know i'm sorry for people who are religious i'm not i mean i was born christian and stuff but sometimes i feel like it's the religion's highway or it's the highway and there's no other way of life and stuff like that and i just think there's everybody's open i think i think it's it was pretty strong of that kid to come out knowing that his stepbrothers are assholes Mm -hmm. like been teasing Mm -hmm. him for everything in his life so i'm surprised that he even felt comfortable enough to even come out in that situation which is kind of surprising but probably just a big big weight especially when you're 18 and stuff like that like you don't really know what you are i don't know everything's fluid and changing and stuff like that like nothing wrong with how he feels at that time and i think he just needs support so yeah i mean Mm -hmm. i I think good on the dad for i think the dad would have been an asshole if he was trying to force an apology i feel like there's a lot of families out there where the dad would have been in a different position and he would have been forcing and this conversation would have been am i the asshole for trying to force my son to apologize Mm -hmm. this could that could have been the post as well but at least this son has his dad on his side which i feel like is the biggest the biggest support that he could have i definitely do commend the dad because this is a huge he he does need him as a supporter for sure and this is a red flag too on on his wife's part like this could be divorce ending i mean i was gonna say you you can't treat my kid with respect is am i i would be reconsidering what i'm doing with you yeah i was also gonna say like people people with two very different political views and, and religious views I don't think that they can make it work. I don't understand how I I don't understand how people get married when they have two different religious outlooks on life. I feel religious, like you have political. to be in sync. Yes, I totally agree because I might be issues wrong, like this will come. I I would love to know success stories of right? <laughs> people with right? uh, 
more than one or different political views and religions, but like we are six years engaged and we are we're, we're both half Christian, a month right? Engaged or half No, I mean like we're six years dating and we're engaged. Okay. But I just mean like we're both Christian, right? But we're not we're really Catholic. We're Catholic? Okay. I don't know what I am, see I'm not religious, but you're not very religious either. No. We're but we're both Catholic. Yeah. I grew uh, up uh, pretty religious. We should do like a religious uh, episode. Sure. You could come up with religious arguments and I will come up with atheist arguments or something. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, My, should I read the is top? Is there an update or top comment? Yeah, I'll read the top comments. Go. Um, top comment. Not the asshole. Yet you've just found out your wife and her sons have been bullying your son for his sexuality. What you do next determines if you're the asshole or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. And, and I think he's going to choose the right thing. It seems like he's on his kid's side. He's, he's, you know, saying no, he doesn't need to make him, him apologize. He thinks his wife should apologize. So. Yeah, just needs to stand his ground. He has a good head on his head. Yeah, it seems uh, like head it. Head on his shoulder. Just don't go back on it. Mm-hmm. Is there any update or anything? No. That's it? Yeah. All right, moving on. This one is also from Am I the Asshole? We're going to go through all, I feel like we're going to go through all of the I Am I the Asshole ones, and then we'll get into some of them TFIUs. Or T-I-F-U's today. I fucked up. But yeah. All right. Am I the asshole for storming out of a New Year's Eve party? My family usually has a big New Year's Eve get together. Due to the ongoing conditions, we mostly passed on a big gathering. But my grandmother, 93, wanted to do a little gathering. Restricted to people who live geographically near her and were both vaccinated and boosted. That led to a guest list of six. Myself, my wife, one of my uncles and aunts, and my younger brother. Party was hosted at my grandmother's. For as long as I can remember, grandmom has had trouble with names and faces. And in a lot of these gatherings or just other social visits, you are likely to be called anything from a grab bag of names of all the people present. This pattern continued in the New Year's party with the first 10 minutes being called my uncle's name twice and my brother's name once and her getting on her getting my own name right zero times tried to ignore it but it was kind of annoying at the, I was kind of annoyed by this more than annoyed than I usually get for her name get forgetting i think it might have been because i hadn't seen her much in the past 2 years what with the plague and all so when we settled down on opposite ends of the couch to chat i was already in something of a bad mood and as the topic of conversation meandered i started talking about how my wife and i were watching the old british boof news called brass eye yada 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 and after talking about it for a few minutes in which she certainly seemed to participate in the conversation i suggested seeing if i can link it to link youtube to her tv and find a clip or two to see if the humor humor is to her liking find a likely one start playing it and grandma immediately comes out with what's this God damn it, it's the thing I was just explaining to you for the past five minutes and has clearly made no impression. It just made me see red. Got my coat, stormed out without a word to anyone, and walked home about two miles. Life left shortly thereafter in the car because she wasn't sure what happened to me when it became clear I wasn't coming back. While my folks have been calling, mostly out of concern, and I've kind of sheepishly told them I was being absolute furious with the family... I don't know what this word is. <laughs> Let me see. M A T R I A R C H. Matriarch. Matriarch. I don't use that word often. 
and simply had to get out and say something I would regret later. I can tell this hasn't gone over all that great. From what I hear, the rest of the party was awkward and just kind of trailed along for half an hour or so before everyone went home. Am I the asshole? Yes. Absolutely. Like, the biggest piece of shit that I've ever that ever thought they should post something on Reddit. Wow. She's 93 years old. Yeah, there's a small little update after that. Uh, I want It's not even really an edit. It's just continuing. I want to be clear. I am sure grandma doesn't do it maliciously. But like I said, she's always been terrible with names and faces. I think her hearing or ability to focus is going. The part is definitely new. No fucking shit, bro. <laughs> exactly. Holy fuck. You don't have, don't have no respect for elders or old people. She's 93 and she didn't get your name wrong. You get my name wrong. Like, fuck me, man. You're the biggest piece of shit that I've ever read. She's 93. You be understanding. That's fine like i don't my grandpa was like 85 he got my name right but even if he didn't i don't give a fuck exactly don't care i'm just happy to spend time with him having a conversation and who the frig is putting youtube on a tv in a social gathering you think your 93 year old grandma wants to watch youtube bro exactly. She's, she just wants to live in the moment she wants to have a conversation with you mm-hmm. yeah she like oh yeah no and my mom gets my name and my sister's name mixed up all the time since since forever it's been tur angela maria my cousin (laughs) just wait till this dude's 93 and he can't understand shit and he's living in a state of Mm -hmm. everything just going by like a blur man like come on and the like there's so many red flags on top of red flags on top of red flags with this dude like first you're you're getting annoyed because of the name i can understand if it's your parent Keep messing up your name. This is a 93-year-old woman. Chill the frig out. Number two, you just walked home without telling your wife and your wife had no idea what happened to you. Why wouldn't you? Like, literally. You know what it is? You are so messed up and that you think that you're in the right and you, you think that if you told anybody else, they're not going to agree with you. But it they're not going to agree with you because you're in the wrong, man. Like, you, you walked out to go vent and stuff like that. Like, go outside, uh, whatever. Uh, go to the washroom. I don't know. But, like, just just all around. B- biggest, yeah. biggest asshole. Just this biggest asshole. This was the asshole. easiest one. <laughs> yeah. So, he's definitely voted the asshole. You the asshole. Top comment. You the asshole. Your grandmother being forgetful at the age of 93, making you see red and storm out of family gathering makes you have some sort of anger management issues. Mm-hmm. Take a chill pill. Haven't seen my own Oma for the past two Xmases and she doesn't get sick, but by all means, treat your grandma like shit. The fuck? Exactly. Like, bro, mm-hmm. she survived COVID and stuff like that. Like, yeah. This no, is ridiculous. because how many more Christmases are you going to have with her? Like, this could have been. Not to be the last morbid, one. but it could have been her last one. And Literally. you reacted that way. And that's how you're going to leave it off. Exactly. I'm sure if this was the last one, you will probably regret it in you, the future. Yep. You the asshole. Putting on comedy YouTubes at a social gathering behavior is something you should reconsider in general. There's a personality type that would rather be in charge of picking YouTube than carrying on a conversation. I think you'd be generally surprised how few people want to watch YouTube you pick. Even though her dementia, your grandmother knew it didn't make sense that you put on a comedy video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, That's my God. Funny. Yeah, no, this was the easiest one by far. Oh, there is a slight edit for him. Uh, edit one. I'm going to apologize to my grandmother and mm. the other party goers. Yeah, there wasn't. A, I don't think there's a single person in the comments that ever agreed with this dude. 
edit two, because it is coming up in a lot of responses. I do not believe my grandmother has memory issues. She retains and can communicate very well with things that are going on. I do think she has trouble hearing and maybe trouble paying attention. Since she's noticed something, though, she has definitely remembered. Just because she's old doesn't mean she's senile or losing her memory. No, but she's 93, dude. Your processing power when you get old in your brain, it's like a computer, is not as good, man. So, like, it doesn't matter if she's diagnosed with dementia. You get to 93, you got some sort of dementia. I don't care. Your brain is so full with memories over the past 90 years. Your brain only has so much space. Like, you get a one terabyte, whatever it is, memory space for your life, the time that you get old, it's filled. It's taking slow time to process everything. Oh, this, this is. made me upset. I think this is the most triggering Reddit story that I have ever read. <laughs> By God, biggest <laughs> asshole I have ever heard. I, at any time it comes with old people, I just get so frustrated. I miss my grandparents so much. I just Aww. get so frustrated anytime any bad things happen to yeah, old people. People it's definitely like, take for granted the time that they have with their. Hundred percent. I would strangle this dude. <laughs> okay. Let's not say that. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> okay, let's move on. And um, this one comes from Emma the Asshole from two years ago. Emma the Asshole for only paying for myself when my fiance and future in-laws invited me to a New Year's Eve dinner at a scale restaurant. I, female 32, just got engaged to my fiance, male 37, Sam. We do not live together because we're waiting till marriage, given he and his family are highly conservative Christians, but they're really nice and lovable people. I had... I had plans to spend New Year's Eve with with Sam, but he said he was out for New Year's dinner celebrations with his parents, then called me again, inviting me to join them, and I happily did. His parents... <laughs> Denver's shaking his head. I know I was already confused at this part. His parents were there. They welcomed me and ordered many dishes and desserts and drinks. We celebrated and had a great time, and that is until it was time to pay. I pulled my wallet out, of my bag letting them know that we'll split the check between us sam mumbled no you don't have to we invited you but i insisted he and his parents then stared at me i asked what was wrong and both mother-in-law and father-in-law said they didn't have money on them i was shocked i turned to sam and he said he too forgot his wallet at home and didn't bring enough money to cover even a round of drinks his dad then laughed nervously all right so i guess we should let the doctor pay i was taken aback I said, I'm sorry, but no, this is just too much money to spend on one dinner by myself, and I didn't think I was expected to pay the entire bill. Sam said I should pay, and he'd pay me back later, but I said no, since I know he will have to get a job to pay that much money. I said, I'm sorry, but this isn't the first time I've been put in situations by him and his family where I'm expected to rescue them after they somehow forgot their wallets and expected others to pay hundreds of hundreds for their extravagant dinner i told them i'm only i'll only pay for what i had and that's it he and his parents were shocked they started arguing about how i have the potential to pay right there and then but i was acting as if they were strangers not family but that doesn't mean i'm obligated to pay how could someone go out to a fancy restaurant order so many dishes desserts and drinks without bringing money Sam begged that I just do it. I called called it a night, but I ref- Sam begged that I just do it and call it a night, but I refused. The argument got heated, then I got up and walked out. 
Sam called later at 2 a.m. basically yelling that I ruined New Year's Eve celebrations and made his parents suffer because I refused to pay the entire bill and instead acted selfishly and paid only for myself after they were gracious enough to invite me. I told him how unfair it was for me to even pay for me to pay even if I had a good salary doesn't mean I want to spend it all on a fancy dinner. He didn't reply. He just said he'll pray that my parent that his parents will let this go and not resent me after I basically damaged the relationship with them. I feel I felt awful thinking I should have covered the bill instead of leaving. Am I the asshole? Oh my god, this is heavy. There's so many red flags in this. I'm excited to get into this. <laughs> I'm gonna say no, you're not the asshole first. Duh. There's something that you didn't really answer that I'm wondering if is in there, but like, okay, you she left. So then like what happened? Did they pay the bill? Did they scrub the dishes? Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know when was the story from? Two years ago. Okay, so 2021. Mm-hmm. 2021, there, you, there is no longer an excuse to forget your wallet. Well, mm-hmm. maybe in the States, I feel like Reddit's worldwide, but in Canada, we have this odd little thing called <laughs> Apple Pay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't Apple Pay in the States. Like, you can tap in I think the States. There is. I don't know. Let, let us know. But you can tap. So there is no excuse ever for forgetting your wallet. I don't have a wallet anymore. I have a wallet that sits in my dresser. I never need my cards for anything. Anything I pay for is on my phone. So really no excuse there. Red flag number one at the beginning of the story for me was that they are highly religious and they don't live together. I mean, this could work for certain people. I'm in the belief that you can't marry somebody unless you live with them and you see what their faults are and you really like you figured that stuff out because there's nothing worse than getting married, moving in and realizing that person is horrible to live with. Oh, and then red flag number two is why weren't you already invited to this dinner? Why were you so graciously mm-hmm. invited at the last minute? Exactly. It's like they realized, oh, we don't have money, so we need to invite them, her. That's exactly like, what it seems like. Red flag number two is why did your fiance even have a New Year's Eve dinner with his parents without even inviting you? Without even knowing each other's plans before the day of. Yeah. She was like, oh, I, I messaged him, like, asking him what he was doing exactly. the day of. How can you be fiancés getting married when mm-hmm. you're not that in sync? That boggles my mind. Yeah. I don't think you should be. Hey, listen, not living together, being high religious, saving yourself for marriage with sex and stuff like that is one thing. But if you can't even be on the same schedule plans with communication of knowing what you're doing mm-hmm. for New Year's, that's the scariest red flag out of all that because that's a simple thing it seems like there's no communication no communication and then and then like didn't they wasn't the beginning where they offered like didn't they tell her that she shouldn't have to pay for it and then they flipped yep yep he he said no you don't have to we invited you but i insisted (laughs) and And then then they come out that they don't have their wallet how did that how did that even happen how did that even happen? And you're telling me, okay, so your your parents, these are kids. How old was she? She is... 32. Uh, so yeah. these parents are 50 to 60 years old. And they just forgot that they need to bring a wallet to go out for dinner? No. That was the plan from the time that they invited her. And how they didn't say anything about how they didn't pay for the bill. So you know what happened after she left? They paid their bill with the wallet they didn't forget. Yeah. Like, how did they get out of it? Didn't say anything about the police recall. Didn't say anything about anything like that. So, 100%, they paid the bill mm-hmm. and, and they left. Did, did she even pay for her bill and then leave or did she leave them with her portion too? No, she said she paid for her, yeah. her bill. I, I would have paid. I would have paid. 
I would have left the ring at the table. I would have paid. <laughs> I would have blocked them on all stuff. I would have like not moved in. I just cut, clean cut, cold turkey, done, out. I'm moving on. Bye. Yeah, this is, I think, breakup worthy for me. Oh, 100%. If this should be. This is requ- a breakup. I feel like it's required after after this. Mm-hmm. Not even breakup, separation. Get the hell away from me. Out of my life. Peace. Bye. See you <laughs> okay. later. Top comment. Not the asshole. They all conveniently left their wallets at home. It doesn't seem like they forgot them at all. And they invited you with the expectation that you'll pay. You should rethink marrying this guy. He expected you to pay with an expensive meal without your knowledge, and you've been put in this situation before by him. It seems he's using you for your money, and that, and that's extended to his family. They've ruined their own New Year's Eve by trying to force someone else to pay for a meal they cannot afford. And OP replied to this, Absolutely, and father-in-law's comment about letting the doctor pay was the biggest tell for me. Though this wasn't the first time I was put in this situation. Yes, there was another thing that was a red flag too. Why doesn't your partner have have a a job? job? Mm -hmm. And two, like there is nothing wrong with forgetting your wallet and paying or whatever. But it's like, oh, I forgot my wallet. Let me pull out my phone, e-transfer you, Venmo, Mm. send you money right now so you can pay the bill. And it's a red flag because they've done it in the past where they left her and they didn't pay her back. That's another red flag. Second red flag is that he doesn't have a job, but he can't instantly pay you back. The parent, whoever, can't instantly transfer you money. And three people forgot their wallet. Hey, it's one thing if the father forgot the wallet. One thing if the husband forgot their wallet. But all three people, you're lying. You're lying now. There's no way all three of you forgot your wallet. You're absolutely lying. Not to mention there is no excuse for leaving a wallet with Apple Pay. You just tap for everything. So mm-hmm. it makes no sense. Send an e-transfer. Send a Venmo. There's did, Money is digital now. There is no such thing as wallets anymore. It's old concept. Great point. Yep. I All hope right. there's an update where they. She's like, I, I. We decided not to marry this guy. Yeah. Does she reply to any other comments? Um, I'm trying to look, but I didn't see anything else from her. So many red flags. Like, is there a color that's more red than red? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't see anything on that one. All right. I guess it's my turn. Okay. Sorry. We do. I did find another comment. Oh, nice. Um. LOL. Well, you have to admire their nerve. He'll pay. He'll pray that my parents will let this go. And I'm praying you let his parents go for fuck's sakes. Not the asshole. She replied, yeah, that comment got to me and made me feel horrible, especially because his parents and I have always been on good terms. Yep. So nothing juicy there, but no update. And it's been two years, so I don't think we'll be getting an update. Nope. I don't think there's one coming. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Moving on. Am I the asshole for refusing to spend New Year's Eve with my family? This one comes from one year ago from independent underscore set underscore 7049. I, 21 female, live in another city from where I was born. I decided to go where my best friend lives and spend New Year's Eve with her, her boyfriend, and some of their friends. I just wanted to get to her and spend some time together. Work doesn't allow me a lot of free time, so I haven't been visiting home weekly like i used to but i do go once every two or three weeks but i want to have fun because it's supposed to be a celebration and at home i would sit on the couch eat and be my brother's driver while he has fun with his friends because he told my mom that's what he wanted to do take me with him to be his driver so my mom of fucking course because it's her baby boy told me that she would like this more too I told her plainly no because I want to spend time with my friends. I don't want to go with him and sit around feeling awkward around his friends. 
She told me to do whatever I want, that I always do this and choose friends over family. It's not like that. She just makes me the villain here. It's just a stupid holiday after all, and I'm spending Christmas at home, but it's not okay because I'm not spending New Year's too. I just need space. She's extremely needy, and I just can't do this anymore. So am I the asshole? Did I make the wrong decision? No. No, not at all. Christmas is for family. I feel like New Year's is for your friends the time to get drunk. If you love your family that much and you want to be them around New Year's, okay, that's on you. But I never spend New Year's with my family. I haven't spent New Year's with my family since I was old enough to have friends. The last time I can think (laughs) I spent New Year's with my family, I was maybe like 11 with my grandparents. Once it became like I was an independent adult, I mean, I guess 14, 13, 14, like pretty much grade nine, high school, boom, New Year's with my friends every time. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. Fuck that family. Fuck that family. Do you want to read any of the comments? Uh, your brother can get an Uber. Your mom can go suck eggs. <laughs> She's <laughs> doing her son no favors, treating him like a baby and coddling him and pushing you further and further away by making you the bad person. On New Year's Eve, block their numbers and go have fun with people you actually want to be around, not the asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that said it best, honestly. That said it best. Yeah. There's not really much else to say about this. No. We'll just move on on that one. Don't <laughs> yeah. let don't let your family dictate your New Year's. Treat yourself to New Year's because you're awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go to the um, the threesome story. Ooh. Because this one's a long one. So I want to make sure we have time for it. Yeah. We're, we got to wrap this up. Okay. Today I fucked up by drinking too much at a New Year's Eve party and accidentally having a threesome. So this actually happened New Year's Eve, reposting now because my friend's post was removed for rules. My first post was removed for rules. Oops. I had a party with my friends Lance and Bobby at their house with myself and my girlfriend Alice. Account is a throwaway because, well, shit, I screwed up enough stuff as it is. It was a fun night, lots of snacks, lots of drinking. We went through probably five or six beers each and were on the road to being sloshed when the eastern coast of the U.S. approached midnight were in texas so we watched their countdown and did shots at midnight there after that we kept doing shots and it got kind of blurry after our midnight passed i kissed my girlfriend of course and lance kissed his wife and we all sat down again i was on the couch with alice when she starts cooing in my ear and kissing at my neck and letting her hands wander i was too drunk to care that we were in front of my friends and they seemed too drunk to give a crap either now as we wound down alice and i were no we're in near driving condition, so we decided just to crash on their couch. So I, so Lance and Bobby go into their bedroom, and Alice and I curl up on the couch. We had originally agreed not to fool around, thinking it would be weird in their home. A few minutes later, though, we heard giggling and then some other noises through the walls, and we realized they were having sex. So we chuckled a bit and started getting heated ourselves. Sexy time ensued, and we got a bit lo- louder than intended. Just as we were getting started, we hear the bedroom door open and we we froze on the couch a few seconds later. Bobby emerged from the hallway and saw us in all our glory. While she was staring at us with her jaw down, I noticed she was in a very sexy teddy that show off her ample chest. Now, my girlfriend is pretty ample chested too. It's my weakness, so now I'm staring at my friend's wife's tits while cupping my girlfriend's. Awkward. (laughs) However, Bobby just... Bobby just smugly smiles and starts walking towards us, wobbling slightly and leering at us. She complains that Lance was too drunk and she's horny right now as she reaches us. Now I'm drunk and without pants, quite obviously aroused. Alice was topless and had her skirt hiked up, panties missing, and Bobby standing there eyeing us in lingerie. I'm not even sure who moved first, but we ended up in some sort of drunken threesome. 
Then suddenly the lights came on. Lance is standing there looking rather drunk and enraged as he realizes his wife is on my lap and my face is buried in her chest while my girlfriend was watching and taking care of herself. This led to a three-hour argument that culminated in Lance hitting me and me being sober enough to finally drive home. Now Alice has sobered up too and feels really uncomfortable about what happened and isn't talking to me. Lance and Bobby aren't talking to me. My face hurts and I'm hungover. Oh my god. So there's wow. a few edits and updates. Wow, that's that's wild. I would okay. Um before uh, I get into the edits and updates, who do you think is in the wrong the most? Bobby. Yes. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Bobby's in the wrong for sure. The dude maybe should have had just a little discretion of being like, Well, he doesn't know you're out here. I'm not game with that. It's one thing if you want to be swingers and have all that fun stuff, because to each their own, people can do whatever they want, but it's all about permission and um you know everybody being on the same page dudes passed out drunk not on the same page that's basically the same thing as his wife cheating on him uh with i guess it's a threesome's a little bit different but it's still at the end of the day without his permission it's still the same um it was a little odd that alice is a little sour about it now that she's sobered up i don't think that's really fair uh because you know you're both drunk and you were consenting while you're drunk it's not not really fair to put the blame on him uh Mm -hmm. now that you're sober the biggest person who messed up was Bobby uh, because she shouldn't have put those two in that position in the first place. Yeah. It doesn't sound like there was any coercion or like they were all drunk. Yeah. So they all, all made the choice. Yeah, Even exactly. as drunk, they were all on the same level of, of sobriety. So I don't know if that's the right word to use, but she. Or lack thereof. Lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's weird. Yeah, I do agree about Alice. Um, it's a spicy one not safe for work what's the update i should have said that yeah okay so this is an update on january 3rd so i guess two days later alice came to see me and she just went home we did not break up some things have been explained for starters lance asked bobby to leave and now bobby is staying with alice apparently there has been some tension in their marriage because bobby kept asking us asking about bringing someone else in and lance wasn't comfortable with that These were two high school sweethearts until New Year's Eve. Neither of them had ever been with anyone else. Oops. Also, Alice explained she was uncomfortable because, as I mentioned in the comments above, she felt like she caused this whole thing. She was also embarrassed by how much she enjoyed watching me fool around with another girl. This is why she got reclusive, according to her. I don't know what to make of that situation. Finally, there is an agreed chain of events from the girl's perspective. I won't get into the details since it isn't penthouse, but apparently Bobby made a play for me and Alice encouraged it. There wasn't a whole lot of interaction between the two of them. This fits my fuzzy recollection of events, mostly everything they described I recall, just not in order. Nobody has heard from Lance yet. He has apparently still he is he was apparently still pretty angry as of Friday. Another edit on January fourth. Okay, I spoke with Bobby on FaceTime today. She apologized for getting me involved. She admits she wanted something to happen with me and took advantage of my drunkenness. That doesn't exculpate me at all, of course, but it makes me feel a little bit better. She and Lance are getting to counseling starting Tuesday. She will be, she will be staying with Alice until she can find somewhere else to go until this is resolved. Alice texted me and said that she was crying afterwards because she feels guilty. I'm hoping this is the end of this, but I don't know. I have no idea what to do about Alice wanting to see me with someone else either. 
This poor guy, he's been bamboozled. Um, Bobby <laughs> kind of put him in a really bad situation. He was sounds like he's super wasted. Um, I think, yeah, Bobby's the biggest asshole here, especially yes. when you it's okay. It's one thing if he's passed out and he's drunk and you came out and did this. It's another thing if you had been asking him for it and he's been telling you that's not something that he wanted. That just that makes you an even bigger asshole. Yes. You had the conversation. You you are an asshole if there's never a conversation and you still did it. You're the asshole. You're the bigger asshole because the conversation wasn't had and he's told you that's not something that he's comfortable with. And I think this dude who's making the post, I think he needs to consider if that's something that he's interested in exploring in the future with Alice because that seems to be something that she's interested in. Mm-hmm. Spicy drama. That's, that's funny. That's a good one. Yeah. Wow. So we do have another whole thread update. Oh, wow. Okay. This is a big story. Big life updates. Okay. So this happened as just a link to the first post. And now a week and a half later, the dust is finally starting to settle. Let me go through this one person at a time. Bobby. I saw her briefly in person this week when dropping Alice at home after. A bit of awkward chat. She was actually packing her stuff up. She and Lance saw a therapist this week and was going back weekly for a while but she is moving back in with him this weekend by now i imagine she's back home actually there's still some tension but she claims that but she claims that she really does oh but she claims that she really does love lance and just acted out of an old fantasy i'm not sure what to say about this but i hope it works out for them lance we chatted He's pretty much made it clear that while he understands i was drunk and not the initiator he still blames me I don't have a problem with that. I also believe I am partially at fault. He and I have decided not to hang out anymore. All in all, pretty civil, but he was pretty angry still and visibly hurt. So I'm grateful it didn't result in another another punch. He did not apologize for the first one either. Alice. She and I discussed what about what happened and what she is looking for in the relationship. She assures me that she wants to be with me and that it was just a fantasy. There's that phrase again. To me, with another woman. I wanted to believe her, but I feel like it's more than that. I told her that I expected it would end up coming up again. She agreed that maybe we're not on the same page with how open we want things to be. Things got a little awkward at that point, and we went out for dinner. This was Thursday. We only spoke a little yesterday. I feel like writing is on the wall here. So that's the situation. One relationship is on life support. The other is pretty badly damaged. I'm not over drinking yet. Yeah, that's a lie. I'm not ever drinking again. Yeah, that's a lie. But it's going <laughs> to be a while. Says. Um, <laughs> I don't like how ow. he's getting blamed. I'm, yeah. Like, no, but I, like from the other guy's perspective, like you, he should take some blame. And I think he takes responsibility for that. He had a part in it. It was him. Uh, it, they're all. I, if I was that dude, I'd be blaming all three of them. Yeah. But like, yeah. Mostly his I, wife, I think, though. Yeah, most mostly his wife. But doesn't you know? I would still be like, dude, you knew she's my wife. Like I was passed out in the other room. Like you're still in the wrong. And I think he admits that. And I think that that is the correct thing. It sounds like everybody's level headed here. The only thing I would say is I feel like these fantasies are going to create um, rifts, resentment, 
type of thing. Like mm-hmm. if one person wants to experience these things and the other person doesn't, and then you go on for so long, it's just going to build up resentment. You got to find a middle ground. You got to, you know, and then if Alice is the thing with fantasies, yeah, she's going to want more of that in the future. Or if not get it, they're going to be resentful and stuff like that. And those two are like high school sweethearts and everything. So I can understand like only being with one person of like wanting to like explore and there to be an urge for a fantasy there. I just think that you're not communicating it, and if you're not open, it's going to build resentment and stuff like that for the future, and who knows how long it will stay buried for, but I feel like it's going to come to the surface again. Hmm. Yeah, I do agree. Um, I do see on his account, so his name is actually She Is Still Not My Wife. <laughs> um, there's a few comments from him. Um, I'll just read this really lengthy one. Alice is my girlfriend, only about four or five months at this point. Oh, interesting. And the issue wasn't specifically that. I am a fairly conservative guy, though, and I'm not really interested in opening opening up a physical relationship. For me, though, the real hiccup is that she's been hiding it and apparently some other stuff. And now that it's out, we're not on the same page. We're just not on the same page. I don't want her to have to hold herself back, and I'm just not into that sort of stuff. We're not really fully compatible in that department. And she says she wouldn't want to give up her lifestyle for me, which is fair. hundred percent fair. Sounds like they're only a couple months in. Yeah. It's not, it's not too late. It's to not too late. Yeah. It sounds break like a breakup. <laughs> if that's not something that he's down for, it's a good thing that they discovered it this early. I like how, you know, he knows what he's mm-hmm. open for and what he wants. And he's very level headed. He sounds like he's got a good shoulders on his hands. And I think he'll find the girl that's the right fit for him in the future. Yes, and he has a good head on his shoulders. That's what I said. You said shoulder on his head. Well, I like to say things backwards. <laughs> Cop on the court. Cop on the court. <laughs> Babe, I got, a, I got a joke for you. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a New Year's joke because, you know, on theme. But uh, why did the man sprinkle sugar on his pillow on New Year's Eve? I don't know. He wanted to start the year with a sweet dream. Uh, that was really terrible actually one day one of these episodes i'm gonna find a joke that you find funny so Mm, probably won't be on reddit i'm gonna i'm gonna try i'll try harder next time all right so i pretty much that's it for our stories right Mm -hmm. all right so i have a couple things i kind of want to end the episode on some fun facts and some resolutions so did you know that the earlier version of the roman calendar had 10 months in a year no. And the last Roman gladiator competition took place on January 1st, 404 AD. Wow. Yep. Yep. Wait, so what What months were added? <laughs> I don't know. Didn't doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> on January 1st, 1934, Alcatraz became a U.S. federal prison. Wow. 1934. Yep. Hmm. That's when it became prison. New Zealand is one of the first countries to celebrate New Year's. Interesting. Christmas. That was a North American thing. Yeah. Christmas tree bonfires are a popular New Year tradition in parts of Europe. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Insurance group study finds that the most number of cars stolen are on New Year's Eve. Interesting. I guess because the majority of the population are out partying. Right. Time for car thieves. <laughs> so home? lock your doors. Yeah. Lock your cars. <laughs> just be prepared. Be Don't prepared leave for New in Year's. Your cars. Good New Year's tip right there is watch out for your cars getting stolen. What do you think is the most common New Year's resolution? 
Losing weight. 100%. <laughs> everybody wants to lose weight. I never try to focus on losing weight. I don't like to focus on the number. I just like to look in the mirror and think that my body looks better. I just go by the visual a visual looks because what if you put on more muscle you know that's you know there's nothing wrong with weight uh, maybe it's you know maybe if you're, you're really big you should be maybe if that's weight you want to focus on but i like to think that just focus on your body image just be happy with looking at yourself in the mirror there's nothing wrong with weighing a little bit maybe overweight quotations of what you think just be happy with your body just yes there's absolutely nothing wrong with being overweight no, there's nothing or- i mean it's like the scientific health specs of you know being in a healthy weight range but I just mean like I always try to focus on being just healthy, being happy with your body image, just being mm-hmm. being happy just with be that. Be confident. Yeah, exactly. Did you know that the first New Year's celebration dates back four thousand years? Julius Caesar, the Emperor of Rome, was the first to declare January first a national holiday. Hmm. He named the month after Janus, the Roman god of doors and gates. I might be pronouncing this Roman God wrong, so let me know in the comments. Janus had two faces, one looking forward and one looking back. Caesar felt that a month named after this God would be fitting. Interesting. Did you know that 45% of Americans make New Year's resolutions? Top resolutions are lose weight, get organized, spend less, save more, stay fit, stay healthy, quit smoking. And nearly half of all Americans make resolutions. 25% of them give up on their resolutions by the second week of January. (laughs) You know what I always find funny is the New Year's uh, rush at the gym. People coming in for the New Year gym sessions and then two weeks later they're out. Yep. Let's see what else we got here. Many people ring in the New Year by popping a bottle of champagne. Americans drink close to 360 million glasses of sparkling wine during this time. The bubbly stuff dates back to the 17th century when the cork was invented. invented. Interesting. About 1 million people gather New York's city Times Square to watch the ball drop. The Times Square New Year's Eve ball drop came about because of a ban of fireworks. The first ball in 1907 was 700 pounds and was lit with a 25 watt with 125 watt bulbs the current bulb puts the old one to shame thanks to technology today is covered in 2688 crystals is lit by 32,000 led lights weighs just under 12,000 pounds and is 12 feet in diameter so another fun fact that uh, i mean have you ever seen the new year's square uh, new york square like yeah like the video who would want to go there who would want to be packed into sardines not be able to move have to push those people that looks like in my absolute nightmare i I know me too not something i ever ever want to experience either never also 50 tons of trash are left behind after that party that's three thousand pounds uh uh, three thousand pounds are confetti it's a lot to clean up confetti yeah it's a lot to clean up many brazilians celebrate new year's on the beach and uh yeah that's pretty much all those are fun facts i got mm-hmm. you have anything else no nope. all right well thank you guys for listening i hope you guys enjoyed our new year's eve podcast this is episode two of thread talk let I, us know what you want to hear in future episodes and yeah, sort of um give us topics. some suggestions let yeah. us know on instagram we're on tiktok or YouTube. we're on youtube we're on thread talk drop it in the comments and we'll be make sure to uh get some answers for you guys in the future episode and, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And we'll see and you next time. And happy new year. Oh, yeah. We'll see happy you next new year. year. Have fun. Drink safe. Be safe. Have fun.